Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I'm joined by Great Falls CMR head basketball coach, John Sislow. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Awesome. So, um, you know, my first question is always kind of the same. What got you into coaching and what made you fall in love with basketball? Uh, I guess falling in love with basketball has to go back to when I was a young kid. Um, growing up here in Great Falls from from this town here, I had a buddy of mine who played and in fifth grade, his dad asked if it would be okay. I asked my mom if it would be okay if I played hoops. So I played basketball and kind of enjoyed the game. But when I got in high school at CM Russell High School here in Great Falls, started playing there and really kind of started to enjoy it. Then uh, just kind of fell in love with it then and played throughout college and, and um, student taught and coached with uh, Mike McLean for a few years and kind of really enjoyed it. And it's uh keeps me competitive when I'm in my fifties. That's awesome. So, you know, what does it mean to you to be able to coach where you played high school ball? I, you know, it means quite a bit because uh, for me, it was, um, I obviously from here went to school there. So just that honor right there. But a big thing too, was when I came back and student taught, I did student teach at CM Russell high school. So I went to high school, student taught there. Now I teach there. And um, just being able to work again with uh, Coach Johnson on a different level, our football coach, because I coached freshman football for almost 27 years. Um, and that guy was a huge impact on a lot of us that grew up in, in Great Falls and played at CMR. And, and just be able to be back in the school, coach with that guy. And um, it's, it's been a privilege. I've been lucky, I'd like to say, for the, for the last 27 years of my career. That's awesome. So when I was ca- or talking to Coach Dara the other day, he said, you know, those guys at CMR, they have it pretty easy with the uh, facilities over there at CMR. So talk to me a little bit about those facilities and what makes them so cool. Uh, I would argue that I think that our gym is probably one of the best gyms to play in. I mean, I think our facility is sweet. We have a court, obviously, for practice, for practicing that has two courts. But to view a game there, you have the mezzanine up top, um, so you can kind of wander around the uh, the, the gymnasium we just recently built a in, in 2018-19 we built a, an auxiliary gym which we were always practicing over at another elementary school and now we have an auxiliary gym with one of the nicer weight rooms not the biggest weight room in the state but it's definitely one of the nicest one that overlooks the football field the football field got redone so we upgraded our facilities here a few years back and um yeah it's sweet now i can't complain um but you know dara whines too much so <laughs> um so you know my next question is what are those rivalry games like i call them rivalry but crosstown with gray falls high what are those games like when you played in them and then now being the coach uh i think i think they're pretty intense i i I like to think that us and and i've even put um i put helen up there too as two of the most intense rivalries in the state i think our rivalries i think i'm gonna say one of the best because obviously i've been part of it for since the 1980s and even early late 1970s when I was a kid going to games 
Um, but I would, I would, I just gotta think, I think it's one of the best rivalries just because that river is pretty deep. You don't see a lot of kids transferring back and forth like you do in other school districts, kind of similar to Helena. There's not a lot of kids that, you know, are at one junior high, then they split up and end up going to a different school for various reasons. I mean, that river is pretty deep. And in our town, it's kind of like Cat Grizz. You're either a, you're either a wrestler or you're a bison and you grow up that way. And I think it's a, a respectful rivalry. Don't get me wrong, because we're all great false kids when it's all said and done. So, but you know, um, I know we've had some pretty good teams. I had some friends that went to Great Falls High and they played on the, the undefeated state championship team there in the mid '90s. And whenever we'd lose one of our first games uh, of the year, they're like the Dolphins, and they'd send me pictures of them drinking a beer because we didn't go undefeated like they did when they knew that. You know, we had some great teams there in the. In the early in the in the two thousands, the aughts, early aughts, you know, with McLean's teams, and then we had some great teams there at the end of the decade. So it's, it's intense. It's it's uh, it means a lot, and it's important to the town, and even friends on that side of the river that I have that uh, like to give us a bad time. For sure. So CMR basketball has a pretty famous alumni that's been doing a lot for the town of Great Falls, the whole state of Montana, especially recently in Josh Hustis. What does yep. it mean to have his support and have him giving back now to the town of Montana or the state of Montana to yeah. the town of Great Falls? <laughs> I, I think it's, um, you know, it's nice because, you know, he obviously went off to Stanford and ended up like, getting his opportunity in the NBA. And and here's a, a very humble kid that had definitely goals and and saw what he wanted to do. And, and when you do talk to him and he does, when he comes to open gyms, he took, you know, he wanted to come to a couple open gyms here in the, in the fall and see some of our kids. Cause he really, you know, this time of year, he was always busy. So it's been nice. He, he was home for about a good month. He just comes and visits and, and a real humble kid. And you'd never get, if you met him on the street, you'd never guess that he was an NBA guy or a big time college player because he's just so humble. Um, he runs his camp in the summertime. He likes to work with young kids and now he's got his foundation and it's kind of a pleasure to be part of that part of his little board where I shouldn't say a little board. It's a big board with a bunch of other Montana coaches trying to figure out, you know, who should be going to a, this elite camp that he's going to put on to help kids get recruited out of the state. So uh, I can't say enough about the kid. It's just something about him. I mean, you got to have to be kind of around him. If you're around him, you talk to him, you feel real comfortable and, I don't think there's an arrogant bone in his body. No, I mean, I had never met him before my interview with him. And it felt like I was talking to an old friend. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it always is. And when those guys, you know, get together, I, I like working his camp in the summertime because there's a couple kids that played on those, that, that 09 uh, 2010 team that come back and work it. And they give me a bad time about some of the things we did in practice and, when they got me upset a couple times and it's good. It's fun. It's uh bring back memories. And so it's always a good time. For sure. No, I think the only thing that would give him away on the street is just his size. <laughs> yeah. Especially in this state. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> not very many six, six guys running around in Montana. <laughs> no, not at all. With the seven foot wingspan. Nope. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, with the state double-A tournament, it rotates around, and one of the places it goes is Great Falls. So when it's mm -hmm. in Great Falls, what advantages does that have for your teams? Well, I'd like to think it's a lot of advantages, but the last two times I've been here, we have not been in that tournament. So that's been disappointing. But, um, you know, I, I guess you get, a, you get a sleep in your own bed. Um, 
last time it was here, we, we had a nice little run, finished third when we qualified for it. And um, kind of an underdog team, uh, 08 team, I think it was. And we were kind of some underdog kids and had a young, young center by the name of Josh Eustace. And he was only about six foot four, three then, um, really just real thin and small. Not quite the kid he becomes in a year. So we had a young team and played a bunch of sophomores and juniors had one senior. And, and uh, <clears throat> you know, it was just – it was comfortable. We're, we're always just comfortable. Can have a shoot around in our own gym, um, stay in our own beds, but still treat it like a tournament where we know we have lunch together and breakfast together, little things like that. So it's always an advantage, I think, when you're home. But I don't mind being on the road either because now you truly have the kids together for, you know, the entire weekend. And, and right. you know, they're hanging out and they're not as distracted as they are when it is in your home, home community. But obviously the crowds are much, much larger when um, – when it is in your home community, but on the road, you just, you're really bonded together and you're coming together as a group of young men. And it's always a good, it's always a good time. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Excuse me. So the Eastern double a is one pretty spread out, but two very competitive. So how do you see the wrestlers doing this year in the, in double a? Well, we're a very inexperienced team. We really truly only returned one starter and Cole Taylor um you know he's going to be out for a while with the with an injury we'll see when we get him back we have one other player we have two other players that lettered with playing time um Gus Nunez he was a athletic guard that would come off the bench and also this Trig Mapes who's uh was uh I think he's got a really really good head for athletics he's a baseball player first and um but he just understands athletics space athletics spacing movement um you know if that kid just truly chose to just work on hoops. He would, a uh, basketball, he'd be a great basketball player, but he's going to go on and play college baseball. So um, we're young, but I think we're very athletic. Uh, and we have a lot of kids that are, you know, football players first, um, baseball player first, and that's okay because I, I think athletically we can cause a lot of problems for a lot of teams in, in our conference in the Western side. Um, where we can kind of force turnovers. We were one of the better teams last year, forcing about almost 20 turnovers a game. Next closest, I think, was about four turnovers a game away. But our 1-3-1 gives people problems, so we'll still be playing that, um, trying to look to go a little bit more man-to-man. But I think if we can force turnovers and push the pace, um, I think we have great opportunities to win. If somebody gets us in a half-court game, there's where we're going to struggle. But, um, but you know, I, I do think we have the ability to really – kind of turn it up a little especially I, I think once we get through these you know these two three weeks uh, of non-conference games get to Christmas and really see where we're at um, defensively and I, I I really believe we have a chance to be one of the best defensive teams in the state that's you awesome. can always win when you play deep that's true defense wins championships yes, that's across does. the board the truth <laughs> yes it is for sure so you know um you mentioned Gus Nunez Cole Taylor and Trig Mapes I've had the um opportunity to interview Gus for the football season but what does it mean to have those guys that play multiple sports on your team and how are they you know how do they bring their other sports into your sports I you know I think they bring a lot of passion into into, um, to our practices because you know they've been practicing during football season quite a bit obviously I think they just bring in a, a, another energy event to bring some toughness and physicality, which I think, you know, football automatically does that for, for a basketball team. And I can think it kind of starts bleeding over into our other kids. Um, 
you know, they're, uh, they're a joy to have at practice. They're very personable and always smiling and, and they're just, they, they kind of, you know, kind of lift us all up, but, um, that's who they've been since they were young. So it, that's who they are as people. And, and, uh, they're just, there's kind of a joy to, you know, be around and, and you, like you said, you had a chance to talk to Gus. So there's, there's another good young man that you yeah. know, you've had an opportunity to be another wrestler. That's not quite Kelly Dara esque, but, um, <laughs> they're good kids. You know, you know, who knows about Kelly? Actually, I got some great stories about Kelly. I just won't say it today. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, for sure. Won't so... talk about state fairs or anything like that. <laughs> for sure. Um, so, you know, with UGF being right there in Great Falls, how does having them right there help with recruiting your kids after or for their next step, hoping to get into college? Um, you know, we've had uh, right now, I think, you know, over at UP, we do have. Um, UP, I forgot we, that they yeah. switched over. <laughs> yeah, we, we have uh, three kids that are playing a lot of minutes for them right now. We have a which is uh, three kids off our state championship team from 2018. Caleb Currington was one of our point guards. Um, Sam Vining was uh, a shooter that we had. And then um, um, oh, Tanner, uh, not Tanner Olson, I'm, I'm having a brain fart, fart here. Jake Olson, he was, you know, those are all three starters for us over a two, three year period. And those guys are having success. Uh, Trey Watson, who played for us during COVID, um, he's playing over there. So, you know, there are some opportunities, which is, is pretty good. I, I'd like to see our kids get over some open gyms a little bit more often, but, um, I get with rules and all that, and it's tough to get over there, but, um, you know, I think you got to be pretty special to be able to play for coach Keller. And, and, uh, the nice thing over there too, is, uh, their, their women's basketball coach, uh, Bill Himmelberg. He's, he was a girls basketball coach over here for a while. Um, with the younger girls before he got the job over there. He runs a lot of the same stuff that we run in terms of our chin offense. And I've talked, I talked to him quite a bit. I've known Keller since I started coaching back in the 1990s with coach McLean and coach McLean's an assistant coach over there. who was obviously one of my mentors over here at Seam Russell. So I think those, uh, those guys are good resources. And uh, when they recognize the talent, they come see our kids play, you know, quite often, then they'll make a move on our, on our kids from time to time. That's awesome. So, you know, uh, there's two more things about this double A year that are different. Well, I don't know about the first one, but one is definitely different with the shot clock. And I'll get into that as my next question. Mm -hmm. But my first question is the non-conference games where you're playing against the Western double A. How did those help you for the Eastern double A and then the tournament? Well, I think, you know, for us, we're going to um, have the opportunity to play quite a few kids. So we got to figure out ro our rotations of what JV kids can step up like I told you earlier we're a young team but you know we have Ty Moore who is a long athletic kid who um is one of our seniors and he's kind of waited his role we played on a JV team last year that went 16 and 2 I know it's the JV level but they, those kids you learned how to win right and um you know he was a vital part of that and now you know these first four non-conference games right before Christmas he now he gets a chance to go out and play against that double-a competition at the varsity level, kind of prove himself, see where he's at and make adjustments as we go. Um, Hunter McMahon's one of our shooters. He, he's not seen any true double A varsity experience. River Wasson, we got two pretty solid guards. I think we got two of the more athletic guards with Wasson and, and Nunez and then a shooter with this Hunter McMahon. If, you know, they're going to get their looks early. Um, Hunter, well, 
because people don't know who he is unless they listen to your podcast now, obviously, but um, you know, but they'll start to see his numbers and his three point percentage as we move towards, you know, conference play. So I think they're vital just for us to figure out our rotations. We got to find another big man. Uh, This Cale Barnes, he's about six foot five or so played on the football team too, offensive lineman, big physical kid, but needs to learn how to play physical. He's big, strong, but, big strong kid but you know you got to learn how to play the right way inside with physicality this dean blair kid he played soccer um he was hurt last year as a freshman so he never got any time finally got to play basketball this summer um because he got hurt in football last year played soccer this year and now he's uh he's a little bit bigger and stronger than i thought but you know he's got a long way to go because he's pretty raw hasn't played in a year and a half and he's just a sophomore for us so we got some kids that you know that we'll get their opportunities. Hunter Goad, um, JV kid again, uh, who was a sophomore kid last year, played a little bit of JV ball. So it's really, truly an opportunity for those kids to really, truly go get a look and get a feel for the game. And like I said, other than Cole and Trigg and Gus got some time last year, but you know, right. not a lot of time, but we got some time. We don't really have a lot of RC experience. So these games will matter a lot for us. Oh, that's awesome. And then as I alluded to, my next question is, how will the shot clock that the MHSA has implemented change the game, do you think? Um, oh, I don't think it's going to change us too much. We've been playing with a 20-second shot clock at practice, and we've had no problems getting shots off. Um, we play with the seven. We do early on. We'll play with the seven-second shot clock. So uh, 35 will feel like an eternity for us. But I do think it will help reward defenses. I really do. Because, you know, if you can get your butt down and play good defense for – 30, you know, 30, 35 seconds, obviously, but even if, you know, make a team take their time, get it up, reset, keep guys in front of you, they're going to take a bad shot late in the shot clock. So if we can, you know, make them play that long and teams want to play that slow, then they're going to be taking some tough, some tough shots. I right. think you'll see percentages go down um, early because, you know, now it's going to be different types of shots kids are taking, but there'll be transition, I think, um, as the season goes and as the years go. I don't necessarily think you're going to see scores go up to, you know, 10 points a game or anything like that. It's uh, I remember, remember talking to Rocky Erickson a few years ago about scores in the 80s, 90s, and aughts and mm-hmm. how low they were, you know, in the last decade. But, you know, back when, <clears throat> when I was young, boy, I'm really dating myself here, before the Pistons were the Detroit Pistons, if you breathed on a guy, it was a foul. So points are, of course, going to go up. And I think as the 90s came about and early aughts, and, you know, you're not playing good defense anymore if you don't have your hands on guys, it feels like. So right. it's a physical game, and you got to be strong and athletic, and, and I think it keeps those scores low. But, you know, that's why I don't think you're going to see a lot more scoring. I think we'll just see some subtle changes early on and, and – um, Maybe the kids start to get more creative uh, as the years go by, you know, in terms of scoring and understanding how to score because you're going to have to make some plays. For sure. And I I only think, too, it'll help them get when they get to the college game, it not be so much of a shock with the shot clock. Yeah. Everything in that speed of the game, it'll help them. Yeah. With that transition, too. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and like I said, I don't. Yeah. If you can see a big difference late in the game. Because, you know, now, okay, well, when do you foul? You don't have to yeah. foul. You know, if the, you can count possessions, how many more possessions are you going to get in, if within two minutes? And and if you play good D and get a shot, you know, get a rebound and be able to go the other way and score, you know, 
that's what we got to figure out is how many possessions are there with two minutes to go, with one minute to go. You know, how, when do we want to foul? Do we foul? Do we foul to get to the – just outside the bonus? So if it goes under 30, we're not wasting time just, you know, hacking guys. So I do think you're going to – I do think you'll see a cleaner game. Um, and I also think the end of the game will not drag on also. Awesome. But well, it'll be fun. I, it's different. For sure. So if you could look into the future, into like – end of February, beginning of March, when the tournaments come around, where do you hope and where do you think the wrestlers will be at the end of the year? I like to think that we'll be in the upper part of our conference. Um, but a lot of things do have to happen for us. I mean, we've, we've set our our goals with things that we can kind of tabulate with data um, where we want to be. We want to be one of the best, better defensive teams in, 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 in AA if we can force turnovers. Be one of the top rebounding teams, but the problem is with the one-three-one, you're not you're going to get beat on the boards from time to time. So we're going to have to find a balance there with our one-three-one man-to-man, and you know not have the excuse that okay we're in a one-three-one we got out rebounded. No, we can't settle for that. We got to make sure we get two guys backside to board it, go battle for boards, be physical, um, uh, contest shots. Our goal this year is going to be contest eighty percent of the shots that are taken. I looked at some things last year and. And we um, contested probably right around between 60 and 70 shots per game. And games that we played, I found some stuff online, looked at stats there. But games that we played, um, teams shot um, almost 20% less when we contested than we didn't contest. Wow. You know, we're also defining what a contest is. A contest isn't, you know, two, three, it, it's, it's, it's being two, three feet, two to three feet from them into their body with their hands up. It's not coming out late with hands up. It's um, when somebody's taking a shot inside, walling up, you know, we, we, we've been discussing here in the first two weeks what that looks like. So um, if we can do those things, then I, I obviously I think we have a chance to be in that upper end. Um, and I think we have the character and the kids that can do that. Um, just got to go out, hopefully get some wins here right before break and, and feel good about ourselves. And then I think the offense comes for us. Awesome. Well, Hey, I want to thank you for taking time tonight and talking about rustler basketball. And I wish CMR the best of luck this year. No, oh, thank you. I uh, appreciate it. And if you're ever back in your old hometown, then, Feel free to come over to Russell High School and we'll show you around. For sure, definitely. Thank you so much. Yep, take care, Mitch. Yep, bye-bye. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports and do I have a company I would love to highlight for you. It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, so yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs, and start a conversation with him about it. And Hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.